Hello, everyone. Welcome to Bosses Me Bosses Networking. My name is Crystal. Bosses Me Bosses Networking was discovered back in 2019 for entrepreneurs who just needed support. But over the time, I have realized that people who with businesses don't only need support, they need uplifting, they need motivation, they need empowerment, and they just need someone to let them know that they're not alone. And everybody needs that person who's going to support them each day. Even if you don't have a business, you don't have to necessarily have a business to follow Bosses Me Bosses Networking. You can just be positive and follows Bosses Me Bosses. It might be a business that follows Bosses Me Bosses and that Bosses Me Bosses follow that you might be interested in. So it's a platform for entrepreneurs, new entrepreneurs, resource page, anything that you can find that you might need the resource on is on Bosses Me Bosses networking page. It's not only for entrepreneurs. It's a it's a platform for anybody, like I said before, who wants to follow Bosses Me Bosses, who might just need that support each day, that uplifting, that motivation, that empowerment each day. And, you know, we want y'all to know that even if you don't have a business, and you're working a nine-to-five job, keep going. And them nine-to-five jobs is ways that you can upgrade your life as well. If you, whatever line of work that you're in, I'm pretty sure it's positions up from that position that you're in. Never feel like you're stuck. Always feel like you can keep going, no matter if you're an entrepreneur, no matter if you're working a nine-to-five job. Being an entrepreneur is still a nine-to-five job. Sometimes being an entrepreneur is a 24-7 job. We, You don't sleep. You don't take no breaks. You got to sacrifice. For those who, like I said before, just tuning in, Bosses Me Bosses Networking is a platform for entrepreneurs. You do not have to be an entrepreneur to follow Bosses Me Bosses Networking. We're going to pick off where we left off from last week, which is part two of mixing business with pleasure. To refresh you guys' memory, last episode was mixing business with pleasure, part one. We talked about dating on a job. We talked about how, you know, gossiping can come from dating on a job or dating on a job can you know, lead to not liking each other or lead to, well, I was dating this guy first and this girl came and, you know, mixing business with pleasure on a job. If you haven't listened to part one, please do so and let me know what you think as well. Let's get into part two. Not only do we call mixing with Mixing pleasure with business, dealing with work, but you also cannot mix business with pleasure when it comes to doing business with your friends. 
Not saying you cannot do business with all of your friends, but doing business with some friends or even family members. The friends who, let's say, who always want a discount. Now, if you an ambassador, if you sell clothes and you're an ambassador for one of your friends, don't be asking your friend for no discount if you already know that you're an ambassador for that friend and they might give you the clothes that you modeling for free. Say, for instance, for me, I have a swimwear line, which you guys, I'm in the makings of is under construction, website under construction, um, building more like of my brand far as what I want for this year for my swimwear. But other than that, um, I don't know if I want the website completely back up and running because I realize I sell more of my items without being on a website. But I will open the website back up. So for those who are long distance and not in my hometown might want to purchase, you guys can. Let's get back into mixing business with Pleasure Part 2. Like I was saying, so, you know, I have ambassadors who might wear my swimwear for me as models or who might just promote my swimwear for me. And, you know, you have some who are grateful and thankful that you're giving them that opportunity to model your clothes for you. And grateful that, oh, girl, I get to keep this once I'm done modeling. Yes, that's me. I'm that type of business owner. Yes, you model for me, you get to keep what you model. But then you have the ones I modeled for her. I'm, she's giving me what I'm modeling and I want a discount. Don't you think that's just being a little too greedy? Now, I had one ambassador that was like, you know, you already giving me this stuff for free because I told her her compensations will be whatever she models, she gets for free. And also she can have a discount on anything that she buy. She was like, you know, that's too much. You building a business. So I'm already grateful for the clothing that you're giving me for free, but I'm not I don't want no discount because you're this your business. You have to build your business. So I don't want no discount. I was like, really? And I appreciated her for that. And that that's the type of mindsetting of the people who you want to work with should be like, you know, everything's not about a discount. Then you got, you know, uh, let's say those same friends who. Don't help you with nothing of your business. Don't help you build it. Don't help you sell anything. Don't promote it. Don't do nothing but always wanting a discount. How do you want a discount? You ain't working for shit to even get a discount. You don't even support me to even get a discount. Like, how do you think you're supposed to get a discount? You don't even buy my food. You don't even buy any things of my items that I sell. So how do you expect to get a discount? 
You know those type of friends who always want a discount but ain't helping do nothing. It's just when they first order or you promoting a party and it's, oh, I know I'm getting it for free. Or I know it's like those type of people are not the people that you want around you. Those type of people are not the people that you want to do business with because they always want a discount or they always want some shit for free. And it shouldn't be that way. So it'd be like, damn, like, how am I profiting if every time I turn around, you want something for free or you want to get in for free? But this person, my homie, I ain't known for that long and they they pay me full price to get in. You know, that's not a good look. Let's get into, you know, an example of mixing business with pleasure, with dealing with a family member. Because not only dealing with people far as intimate, but you can't deal with your family far as certain family members far as business too. So let's say this. Say, for instance, I got 10 bundles of hair weave, right? And, you know, my cousin, she got a gimmick, though. I'm thinking that when she says she want to support me and she want to help me, and this is not no one I'm talking about in particular. I'm just giving a scenario. And I know that I'm a writer, so it might sound a little real, but it's supposed to because it's coming. It's real shit that I'm talking about. Now, let's say... You give her 10 bundles of hair to sell. You thinking that she's selling all 10 bundles, but in reality, you know, when she come back and bring you the money, it's six bundles. So four of them not. So she don't bring you no bundles back. So you're trying to figure out like the well, damn, where did my bundles go at? You sold me six, that money counted for, but where the other four at? That's missing. And she tell you, oh, I'm going to pay you for them, cousin. I need to do my hair, girl. My hair looked at a damn mess. Wait a minute. But I got this other customer right here that's willing to pay me full price for four bundles right now. And I told her that they was my last four bundles because that's what you told me that you had left that you did not sell. But I can't even give them to her now because you put them in your head. Family who think they can get away with murder. You cannot do business with them either. Because in reality, me personally, I'm going to think, well, she just wanted to help me out so she could get some packs ahead, which she was going to get once she brought me my packs back that she supposed to sold. But she didn't even do that because she took it upon herself. And, oh, that's my cousin. <laughs> she ain't going to say nothing. And, you know, it's cool. We good. No, that's not. No, that's not the way it's supposed to went. You're supposed to bring me all the money back for the 10 bundles. I was giving you half money. And I was going to give you the other half and half. Because that's what we agreed upon. Oh, cousin, you know what? You can just take the money that you was going to give me the half on and you can just add that to my tab or whatever. So that way I ain't got to pay you all that much when I do pay you for the other part. So you just dictated me 
in my own business that the business that you told me that you were coming to help me with to support me. You cannot do business with those type of family members because that family member, excuse my language, really fucked you. And you standing there with this other customer who was ready to pay you $500 for all four of them bundles or three of them bundles. And you missing that because you got this selfish ass cousin right here, careless ass cousin right here. Who supposed to be supporting me. Yeah, she's supporting me. Supporting herself as well and dictating your business. You cannot. I repeat. <laughs> do business with those type of family members. They are not the family members that you would want to do business with. Because in the end, nine times out of ten, it's going to be your loss. It's not going to be their loss. It's going to be their gain, but it's going to be your loss. You got some family members out here that only comes to support you because this is something that they like and they want. And but that's how it's going to turn out. So here's another family or friend incident who you can use whoever you want a close friend. So, you know, you got this. Um, rental state property or whatever. You rent them the properties. You tell them to rent this much. They sign papers. They agree that the rent is this. I mean, y'all probably knew each other for so long. Or y'all real close family members. One month rent. Everything was going smooth for six months. So the seventh month come. They ain't giving it to you on time. So they come six days late. Okay. You ain't charge them no late fee. They paid you the money. The next month. They 10 days late. But they paid you the money. You ain't charge them no late fees. The next month. They 30 days late. You still ain't charge them no late fee. They paid you the money. So. The following month, they don't even come in five days, two, 10 days, or 30 days. You know that's your family member or whoever it is. Could be cousin or good, good friend. You're not underestimating them. Like, you know, they, you, you, you know they're going to give it to you. Because they did good for six months straight. And I mean, they might have struggled along for... A couple months, but they still paid you. But now all of a sudden, they ain't paying you. They ain't answering a call. And you know, you're not invading their space going past the property, even though it's your property. But you're not invading their space. You're not, you know, just taking it upon yourself, going over there to see if they there. You finally get in touch with them, you know. And really, you're supposed to took landlord and tenant procedures but you didn't because that was your relative that was your close friend or just was a good good friend so i mean what do you do they finally give you the money but you had to wait though two months to get that month that now they backed up again because they paid you for the last 30 days. Now they owed you for another 30 days. 
But they didn't pay you that shot. And you told the strangers who wanted to rent the property no. Because you were looking out for this family, this friend, this good, good friend or whoever they are. You was looking out for them. But you told the stranger no because you wanted to look out for that person because they needed a place to stay. So that other landlord that you the other landlord. He picked up that tenant that you turned down for your good, good, close friend. And when he picked them up, you know, did the same thing you did. But guess what? That tenant ain't missed the payment. Ain't missed not one payment always paid before time or paid on time. That's just an example. You cannot always think. Doing business with family is always good. Doing business with friends is always good. Because sometimes in the end, you will fuck yourself. Excuse my language, but that's just straight, raw, uncut, how it works. You will just fuck yourself. Let's move into, you know, another format of mixing business with pleasure, but... You know, we're going to like get a little deep into it. And this is um, like a story that I read that really wanted me to, I really wanted to touch this topic. But this story right here, um, I won't call no names. I won't, you know, get too much into detail, but it's something that I've read. And I mean, this didn't happen before, so it's not really like you can go and you can research it and it might pop up, but it might do. Um, this is another format, you know, um, this guy that sold weed and, you know, some people who sell weed or who have sold weed, they had regular customers back in the day when I grew up. So, you know, they got their regular customers, they selling to their regular customers, but it's just this one customer and it's a girl and, you know, it, it was strictly business at first. But then I guess the guy or the girl, they started like eye contacting each other, flirting a little bit as they was exchanging money for the weed or whatever. And, you know, one thing led to another. One minute they were just cool. It was strictly business. The next thing, you know, um, they matching up in the car, sitting and smoking. Then it's like the whole time, though. Everything's not being revealed, but nobody's doing anything to be disrespectful. So it's like they're just hooking up, smoking, sitting in the car, you know, vibing, talking, getting to know each other. And they like catching the breeze, catching the vibe with each other. Next thing you know, you know, it gets a little bit more intimate and um, neither one of them not really discussing why they can't take each other to each other's house. So, you know, they start hooking up on the weekends, they start going to a hotel and sitting in a hotel, smoking, chilling, vibing um, for like a couple months or so. And, you know, the guy who sold the weed started getting like comfortable with the girl who was buying it because he never knew she didn't, that she had the whole time she had a fiance well I'm sorry no she had a husband 
and he had a fiance, but neither one of them are discussing their personal life with each other because they liking each other vibe. They smoking with each other, you know, so they neither one of them discusses. Well, I have a husband. Well, I have a fiance. They never got into none of that. They just was talking about life and stuff like that with each other. One day, you know, um, the girl called up the wee guy and her husband was at home. But she didn't know that her husband was at home in the other room listening to the whole conversation. So, you know, I guess the wee guy was asking her, can they hook up or whatever and stuff like that. But she was like, no, my husband home. Eventually, the wee guy found out that she, you know, was finna mixing them hooking up. And she couldn't stay the night with him and stuff like that, that. He, she had a husband because she told him. So, you know, the wee guy, like, asking her, like, you know, can we hook up with each other? And she, like, no, my husband home and I'm um, et cetera, et cetera, stuff like that. So he, like, well, the wee guy asked her, like, well, um, I'll be over in 20 minutes. And she was going to just buy something from the guy and go back in the house with her husband, but things didn't work that way. So once the wee guy came, you know, he parked in his normal spot up the street from my house because that's where the first address that she ever gave him when he came to her house. So she parks up, he parks up the street from her house. And when he parks up the street from her house, you know, I guess the husband, he no don't really know what he was thinking, but Somehow he went through the back door and came around the block down on the car. And while the girl and guy was sitting in the car, he shot them both and killed them. Now, just to get into the wee guy, he lost his life due to mixing business with pleasure. Out here this day and time, if you, whatever you, whatever your business is and whatever you doing, it's not always good to mix business with pleasure. Now, everything was copacetic with them until, you know, the phone calls got frequent. They, I mean, they started like dating each other and. It, it just got a little too suspicious to her husband and he like found little messages, blowing kisses and stuff like that. Once everything got revealed, like and, you know, she was having a whole nother relationship and she was married. And sometimes you don't know what that made of yours is thinking at the time. And, you know, he she thought she was playing her husband and. Her husband played both of them by killing them both while they were sitting in the car actually smoking. That's why it's like some people make it bad for others when they say mixing business with pleasure is not good or sometimes it's not worth it. Like it's not worth it to lose your life over when you don't know if everybody's telling the truth. It's not worth it to 
do business with a lot of different people with a lot of different topics that I discuss because you don't never know how they're going to turn out. Number one, it's not worth getting into altercations with your family because they owed you money over rental properties that they ain't paid or you got friends who you feel as though really don't support your business because they always want a discount or they always think they're supposed to get something for free. Or being at work and just everybody in your business because being at work is like your second home, away from home. So, of course, every eventually everybody's going to know everybody's and stuff like that. But being at work is the most common one, whereas though you can probably get away with it. You know, like I said, nobody at work really has to know that you're dating. You keep it quadruple at work and you date outside of work nobody's business is anybody's business regardless if you care or not but did the last one where the guy killed both of them in the car that's treacherous and that guy lost his life for dealing with someone's wife whereas though before meeting up with her everything was copacetic his business was going fine. He had his regular clientele. So now the boy who got killed with the girl, his fiance, she clueless to why did my fiance get killed with this girl? Like what was going on? What happened? Still lost, lost for words. Don't know why. But the whole time, her... Fiance was mixing business with pleasure by dealing with someone else's wife. That's messy. Sometimes mixing business with pleasure can be messy, very messy, very messy. It's not worth it, mainly if you're going to lose your life over it. Or mainly if it's going to be coming on benefit with people that you love or losing friendships. Mixing business with pleasure is like the bottom of the burrow when it comes to people that you know, people that you're close to. If it's your business, keep it your business. Unless it's, oh, you know, I got this work to do and I want to take this trip. Can I balance them both? I'm going to take my laptop and I'm going to travel on this trip. That type of mixing business with pleasure is okay with me because I don't mind doing that type either. That's a different type of business with pleasure. That's mixing your business with your own pleasure. But you can't be out here mixing business with pleasure with people. Because in the long run, you got ones who tries to dictate stuff into how they going to pay you back. You got ones who, oh, they ain't going to worry about it. I'm going to pay it back. You got ones who, girl, I can just go get something for her because no, you cannot. I am running a business. 
So therefore, if I'm running a business, I should expect for you to treat my business how you treat when you go into that mall in them businesses. Or how when you go to that other boutique, how you treat their business. Or support my brand, how you support them other businesses' brands. But for you to sit up there and shorthand me because I'm a friend or you knew me for a long time, you don't really support that person's business. You only support it so that you can benefit off of it, not for them to benefit off of their own business and to make income for themselves. You're not investing in their business. You're investing in yourself to their business. It's a difference. A real big difference. Now, I'm going to say that again. Support your friends. Support your family. Because in the long run, that's all you got. Stop supporting when it's funeral time. We already know you're going to support when it's funeral time. But support them while they're here. Support them while they are alive. Trying to make a way. Regardless if, oh, they don't look out for me. Oh, they don't do this. I don't do that. It's time to be the bigger person in the world. You, you don't know how they might feel. Life is too short. Support your loved ones. And not only support them in business, but support them each day. Call them and tell them that they love them. Reach out to the ones that you think about. Because in the end, yeah, we know family ain't always good and family be the first ones to save you in the back. But family be the first ones to show up at that goddamn funeral home too. Until next time, thank you guys for listening to Mixing Business with Pleasure Part 2. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to join in. Until next time, be blessed, be safe. God bless.